What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. That's right, John Dawson. It really is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in sexy Kinston, North Carolina. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Would you describe Kinston as sexy? Sure. Yeah, I would too. Listen, it's the first Wood Ducks Wednesday of the 2023 season. That's right. It's Wednesday, April the 5th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is Episode 836 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Jr. Massey. I don't know if that's his middle name. That's not really his middle name. They'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. But, man, have we got a packed show for you. I don't know how I'm going to get all this in. But uh, joining me in less than 15 minutes as a publisher, founder, and editor of the best local sports site in all the land. Who is it, Scott Whittington? It's Junior Smith the third. That's right. What's the site? ENC Moments. There you go. He's going to join us uh, to recap a busy week of prep sports and take a look at his all ENC Moments boys and girls basketball teams as we're going into the Easter break. But listen, we're not going to go super long with JS3 this morning because we have a real treat for the folks out there, don't we there, Scott Weddington? We sure do. We sure and do. And it's thanks to you, show intern, son of Kenston, ECU super fan, ECU super student. Huh? Uh-huh, uh, what's that grade point average? Uh, 3.7. Three, dude. <laughs> we're trying to keep it up you. right now. <laughs> Scott, no, we're, talking, we're not talking about Paul or Clay or Wynn <laughs> Whittington or Mike Whittington. Oh, we're talking about Scott Whittington, right? I know. I, I even surprised. Scott me. Whittington, 3.7. I, I even surprised myself last semester. I had to refresh the page about five times to make sure <laughs> they gave me the right name and all what that. What was your highest GPA ever at uh, at Kinston High School? Oh, God. Um, Honestly, what was it? Hey, don't feel bad, dude. I had a 4.0 through my, let me tell you, through the end of my sophomore year. And then, it, you know, you see a graph and it goes like that. <laughs> that was me, dude. I think my final semester at North Wilkes High School, I had a 1.8. Okay. I, th- I think I think my highest I had there was a two. <laughs> but you got a three point seven at East Carolina University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, ridiculously proud of you. Anyway, anyway, anyway. How do we get off task there? Listen, you helped us set up an interview, a wide ranging interview with uh, the best player in college baseball today, Paul Skeen of LSU. Uh, you got to know Paul when he was a star for the Air Force Academy. When they visited Kenson for the Freedom Classic back in 21 and 22, uh, he transferred from Air Force Academy to LSU at the end of last season. He's been named the Collegiate Baseball Player of the Week. Not one time, Scott Whittington. Not two Not times. even twice. Not even three times. Not four times. Five freaking times this year. I know. It's and crazy. of all the thousands of baseball, college baseball players across the country, mm-hmm. he's been the Player of the Week five times. Tell me about how you got to know Paul. I d- the, through the Freedom Classic when the Air Force came here and uh, he was t- towards the end of the weekend I, I see this big in 2021 I see this big tall 
uh, seven foot, whatever he is, freshman walked towards me, deep voice. Hey, we just want to say thank you, sir, for everything this weekend. I'm like, is he really seven foot tall? He's tall. I don't know what he is. I just look up. I'm like, yeah, hey, you're See, welcome. now you're going to make me look at I love it. No, 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 no. Keep talking. I'm going to. Like, yeah. I'm yeah, you're tall. welcome in time. And um, and then that summer I got to go see him in uh, Cary and pitching for USA. And, uh, yeah. Dude, he's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. He's Goodness close. gracious. And his, close and his skeins, not skein. I've been calling him Paul Skeen. The entire time, it's got an S on the end of it. Did you know that? We, yeah. Well, I, how did I not know that? Anyway. You were saying it yesterday. Dude, you've been around me enough in the past few days to know. I've been, around you, you, see, I've been around you enough this morning to figure yeah. out what's going on. You know what was the same? You and I, we went to the gym this morning. We went to, yeah. uh, you know, the – it's the Woodman. It's always I know it's a Kenson Community Center, but it's always going to be the Woodman to me. And I bent over to pick up a basketball, and it took me, I don't know, what, six seconds to pick it up. And what was this, the quote that you had? I can't, I'm not looking forward to getting old. <laughs> I wanted to laugh, but you know what? It's true. You said, you said some choice words. But. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. But Paul Skeens, uh, not Paul Skeen, Paul Skeens joining us uh, via an interview that you set up yesterday. And uh, that's one of the things I admire about you, dude. You not just make friends with you don't just make friends with these guys when they're here in town. I'm talking about just the Freedom Classic. I'm not even talking about your friendships you started with Down East Wood Ducks players through the years and all that. But uh, here is a guy. I mean, he is probably going to go number one, number two, number three in the MLB draft here in a couple of months. He is. He is um, right now. He's slated to go number two behind his teammate <laughs> Dylan Cruz at LSU. So very, very exciting. People are going to love this interview, aren't they? They are, and I mean, they, y'all are. Y'all are in for a treat this morning. Uh, just a, a great interview uh, with a the great guy. He's yeah. a great great ball player, but even better person. And uh, you, you can tell in the interview. I the one thing, and I, I hope I'm not. I don't think I'm spoiling anything by saying this, Scott. But the one thing I was impressed with. Listen, he knew at the end of last season that listen, he is a special player. This is going to be a he's going to be a ten year, twelve year major league baseball player, maybe even longer than that. But but don't you think? I mean, he's going to yeah, be yeah, that. Yeah. And uh, just to hear you, this is what impressed me, Scott, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You could hear the pain in his voice talking about leaving the Air Force Academy last year and the pain of having to go and talk to Mike Keselowski, the head coach at Air Force, and <coughs> talking to his roommate and talking to his teammates and him saying that it took six, seven, eight seconds for him to compose himself because he loved his brothers at the Air Force Academy so yeah. much. And are you wearing an Air Force hat? I, I I don't have my glasses on. I, I see it's camouflage. Mm-hmm. I assume yeah. it was, but is that an honor? And I know you had an Air Force uh, shooting shirt on this morning when we were. Uh, at I did. I did. I did. Well, people, listeners, you're going to love this Paul Skeens interview. I'm telling you that right now. But uh, that'll be here in the first hour. Junius Smith, of course, Scott Whittington with us here for just a few minutes, and then Paul Skeens, and the second half of this hour. That's just the first hour, though, Scott Whittington. Yeah. Our second hour, it is Wednesday. What does that mean, Scott Whittington? It's Wood Ducks Wednesday. It's the first one of the season, and uh, no better way to kick it off than to have a visit from uh, Down East Wood Ducks general manager, John Clemens. He's going to help us what I, He's going to help us get ready for I, I got to tell you, man, what I think is going to be a very memorable season this year over at Historic Granger Stadium. But, 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 Scott, guess what? What? That's not. A, we're not just going to have. We're not going to have one Clemens this year or this morning. <laughs> you know how we did. Uh, not one 
player of the week. Yeah. We're not going to have just one Clemens. Guess what? We're going to have two Clemens on the show this, this Good, morning. Uh, question for you about that. Oh, Lord. Well, where did the two Clemens go to school? I believe they went to uh, North Carolina State University up in Raleigh. Oh, the team that lost to <coughs> East Carolina last night. Yeah. Go Pirates. I won't be here in the 8 o'clock hour, and I know Mr. Clemens is listening, listening right, right now, now. and yep. I'm probably going to get a text here in a little bit, but I had to go ahead and throw that in there. Uh, go Pirates. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you were there. You were yeah. running the scoreboard last night yeah. for uh, yeah. the uh, at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Tell you what, but let me just tell everybody, Greg Clemens, he is messaging this show, I don't even know, hundreds of times probably. And here we are in our 835th show, and it's taken that many shows for us to get him uh, on the show. But he is going to, you're going to hear, listeners, you're going to hear Greg Clemens's voice here in the uh, second hour of today's show. Let me tell you, y'all were in for a treat in the first hour, <laughs> and y'all were in for a treat in the second hour. Yep. I, it's going to be a great show today. Uh, I can't wait. Well, the first 15 minutes of the second hour is just going to be me and John. We're going to talk about uh, this upcoming season. They actually played last night. Uh-huh. I hate to say, do you know who won? Did they have uh, a final uh, score? Wood well, Ducks won. I just it was, uh, I can't remember. Yeah, but they played Sorry, Mount Olive last night. Well, we'll get that. I tell you what, we'll get no, no, no. Don't worry about. It. We'll get the breakdown of that game tomorrow when Shane Alvey joins us oh, here yeah. in our first hour of uh, the show. But uh, like, like, man, how's that for a show though? Uh, Junius Scott Winston here for a few minutes. Paul Skeens from LSU. Then it'll be uh, Wood Ducks Wednesday with Clemens and Clemens. Dude, that sounds like a law firm, doesn't it? Clemens, Clemens and Clemens. For all your personal injury <laughs> lawsuits, go to Clemens and Clemens. But this is the main reason. Yeah, I wanted you to talk about Paul Skeens a little bit, but as I just said a couple moments ago, you were on the uh, scoreboard yesterday at Clark LeClaire Stadium uh, for that 13-9 to victory for ECU over the Wolfies of uh, NC State. Just uh, you, you told me, and you were just raving last night. You were raving this morning. That was a heck of a crowd last night at Clark LeClaire, wasn't it? Heck of a crowd. It was fifty nine fifty seven, the second largest crowd uh, at Clark LeClaire. Uh, sold out last night. The atmosphere was rock, oh, more rocking. more than sold out. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was rocking last night. Um, you know, saw saw great atmospheres last year for the Super Regionals, and but this one. You know, to get the win with that rocking atmosphere, it was just a, a, you know, especially against those guys. And after the weekend that the Pirates had down in Houston, it was just a great night last night. Uh, if you like offense, <laughs> Greenville was the place to be last night. If you don't, and you're a defensive guy, pitching guy, well, you didn't need to be in Greenville last night. Absolutely. How many pitchers did you see last night? All together between state and ECU. What? I don't and even know. I can't even remember to count on my sheet 12 I, I 13 probably something like that wow close yeah. to that um well a big win they needed that they're yeah. now 21 and 8 overall they're 1 and 2 in the AAC and uh did you tell me they now on the the ECU baseball website they've still got it Thursday Friday Saturday but didn't you tell me they mixed it up a little bit the schedule um, for this weekend against UCF yeah that they are talking right now it might be a double header oh on, might be they haven't named it yet okay Okay. I might be a doubleheader on uh, Thursday and no game on Saturday due to weather coming in. So we'll oh, see. UCF will hate that here on uh, Easter weekend. Well, heck, the ECU player. I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. 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 So uh, there you go. Uh, I tell you what, I, let's skip ahead just real quick to LCC here. I know you still have a lot of your heart there. And, uh, dude, LCC seven wins in a row. 22 and 10 overall, 14 and 5. 
in Region 10, but I tell you what, they're playing a heck of a good Pitt Community College team today at 2 o'clock. You going to be able to get out there at all today? Or? Uh, we'll see. i got to be at the uh, Special Olympics at Kinston High all day. What, so. what events are you participating in? <laughs> oh, come on, man. I had to throw a joke out there, okay? Um, but anyway, like you said, <laughs> didn't uh, uh, Celeste, your, your, your lovely Celeste even make a little joke there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, my heart, some of my heart is still with LCC, of course, especially when we play those, uh, pit bulldogs, big one today. And, uh, I, I tell coach Barnes all the time. I said, you got it right. Hiring coach Smith to be the head coach out there. He's really getting that program rolling. And I, I know today. Uh, college baseball fans of any level are, ha- are being spoiled in this area right now. Yesterday, State ECU. Today, you got LCC and Pitt. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good good game out at Landry Field today. Exactly. And I'll tell you what, give me just a second here. I wanted to see what Pitt's record is right now. You want to guess? Just tell me. 20 and 7. Well, they're 20 and 7. They're 14 and 4 in Region 10. How about uh, LCC? They're twenty-two and ten. They're fourteen and five. So it's a good day to go uh, twenty-three and ten for the Lancers. It so is. It is. Let's get I, done. I agree wholeheartedly. Well, dude, thank you for joining us here in our first few minutes. Of uh, no problem. Thank you for having me. And uh, thank you again for the Paul Skeens interview. I don't know <laughs> no, where I got Paul Skeens, but no, yeah, Paul Skeens. No problem. No problem. And uh, before I leave, I got to leave. Uh, Oh, Lord. I got to leave with something from my Purple and Gold listeners out there, Danny Rice and, uh, you know, all the Wolf Packers out there, of course. Go Pirates! <laughs> and he did the little uh, Did the pirate hook. The pirate hook. Looking at Cliff over here. Looking <laughs> at Coach Godwin. I love it. I love it. Hey, dude, thank you so much for joining me here in the beginning of the show, okay? Thank you. Yep. That's Paul Whit- Paul, I cannot believe <laughs> Dude, I've already muted. Wait a minute, wait. What was that? That is not my name. I well, I was thinking Paul Skeens. And, uh, yeah, I messed up there. Scott Whittington, thank you for joining us here. Hey, let's get a couple of updates in here. You know what? We'll do this when I get uh, uh, Junius up here on the line with me here in a moment. But uh, thanks, Scott. <clears throat> uh, let me thank uh, our good friends over at Lenore Community College for 65 years. And Monday was the 65th anniversary of the formation of Lenore Community College. So for 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South. (coughs) Excuse me, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of the beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And again, thank you so much to LCC for being the title sponsor of this here Brian Hanks show. Very much appreciated. Again, LCC plays today uh, at 2 o'clock at Lancers Field. It's going to be a huge game. 22-10 and 10 overall, 14-5 and 5 in Region 10. Pitt is 20-7. and 7. They're 14 and four in uh, region 10. That's going to be a heck of a game today. I can't wait. I am planning on being out there unless the Creek, like my grandpa Hanks used to say, if the Creeks don't rise and, uh, I, I will be there. 
today. So excited about that. That's at 2 o'clock today. Get out to Lancer Field. It's supposed to be gorgeous. It's gonna, we're going to be approaching record highs today. In fact, I've got my air conditioner on right now as we're doing the show here at 7.15 in the morning because it's uh, it's already 75 degrees outside and muggy and foggy and all that. So if you're out there driving right now while we're doing this live, then uh, be safe out there. Hey, let's get you caught up on everything else uh, before or on our NBA players, at least before we get Junius up here on the line with us. And um, uh, Brandon and the New Orleans Pelicans, unfortunately, cannot believe they lost that game last night. They're clinging to eighth place in the Western Conference right now, but they are still in eighth. They're 40 and 39 overall. Uh, but they lost last night, 121 to 103 at home to Sacramento. Brandon did start. He had 22 points, seven rebounds, six assists, two steals, and a block shot. And he played a team high 37 minutes. They returned to action immediately. They get to get that uh, bad taste out of their mouth as they're at home today against Memphis and home Friday against the New York Knicks. And then they wrap up their regular season Sunday at Minnesota. So, uh, man. I said yesterday, Richard Clark said yesterday, they really, well, I was hoping they would go 4 0, obviously, over the last four games of the regular season. But uh, they really need, a, they're pretty much a most, must win territory if they want to get out of the play in tournament. And uh, so good luck to them again tonight at home against Memphis, Friday at home against the Knicks, and then Sunday at Minnesota. And then Reggie Bullock in the uh, 11th place, Dallas Mavericks. Yes, they're still in 11th. They're 37 and 42. They're still one game out of the play-in tournament behind Oklahoma City, but they end the season with three straight home games. They take on Sacramento today after Sacramento, uh, uh, I wouldn't say upset, but uh, hurt some feelings down in New Orleans last night. But Sacramento is at uh, Dallas tonight, and then uh, Dallas is at home against Chicago on Friday and then against San Antonio on Sunday. So if they want to make the playoffs... They really, or even the play-in, not the playoffs, but make the play-in tournament. They really need to win these last three games, and it starts tonight against Sacramento. Okay, let's get uh, our good friend, uh, Junior Smith III, up here on the line with us. Uh, but before we do that, let me uh, thank our good friend, uh, Keith Spence. Spence Automotive is where I get my car service. It's absolutely, positively where you should go to. Uh, located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and, uh, Big Lot Spence Automotive is owned by local sports writing legend, Keith Spence. And, uh, it op- is open Monday through Saturday at 7:30 AM. Uh, Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires too. Listen, uh, if you need your car service, or you need new tires, give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011. And I promise you, uh, Keith Spence is going to take care of you as well as he takes care of me and our guest on the line right now from encmoments.com. It's our good friend, Junius Smith the third. How you doing, JS3? I'm tired, but I'm here. I feel you. As you know, I was in Raleigh last night for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes overtime win against Ottawa, and I got to tell you, dude, uh, and then getting up at 4.30 this morning to go to the gym, uh, your boy is tired over here, dude. I believe it. Uh, But it it is, uh, yeah, anyway. So, dude, I need you to carry me here for the next 10 to 12 minutes or so, okay? I will try. <laughs> Very good. Listen, uh, ENCMoments.com, you uh, released over the past couple of days 
your uh, all uh, ENC Moments basketball teams, uh, your players of the year, your coaches of the year. Uh, I don't want to spoil a whole lot because I want folks to go and visit uh, encmoments.com and read about uh, your selections. But uh, let's start on the girls' side. Just uh, tell me what was uh, – I mean, uh, you know, I don't think you'll mind me telling, letting people know that uh, Rachel Aquan, and I'm never going to say her name right. Uh, Rachel Aconquo, uh from Parrot Academy was your Player of the Year. What was, uh, and it was a tight race. Uh, what, what led to the decision process of choosing uh, Rachel as your Player of the Year? Well, honestly, it was one of those things where it was just like it was a combination of how the team was doing, what she did, and you know, just um. Especially in the games that I saw that I saw her in, and the biggest thing was, you know, she had a great, like she was just very very versatile. I mean, the fact that she was able to to play in the post and also play as a guard and do all these things for a parent, it just made my decision that much easier. Well, uh, again, uh, you read the article. Go to encmoments.com. You can find that he goes uh, he deep dives into uh, her season. So uh, check that out there. Here is what the, the, the shocker to me, dude, was your coach of the year for the first time since Sarah Fulcher. Now, I don't know if you were, that's way before your time, but I chose Sarah Fulcher as the uh, girls coach of the year, I think back in 2006, maybe 2007 from Mount Calvary Christian. But uh, you got uh, Frank Rice as uh, your coach of the year. I. I, you could have <clears throat> knocked me over with a feather with that one, dude. Uh, talk about your decision process with choosing Coach Rice. Well, the thing about it, Mount Calvary Christian had won. I mean, they won like eight eight games in a row at one point. It's a very young team. They don't have any seniors, and so everybody's going to be back next year. The fact that this team really came together and did what they did, I mean, I, I couldn't deny them. And there are a lot of talented and uh, deserving coaches like um. I ran a pair of Kelly Johnson. I'm stopping with Donald Moore, but ultimately I went with with Frank Price. Well, dude, hey, if that's who you think it is, that's that's definitely who it is. So congratulations, Coach Rice. But you do know, I've told you that before, right, that Michael and Sarah Fulcher used to be at Mount Calvary, right? Yeah, I do remember. Yep, and uh, I always used to pick on uh, Michael Fulcher and tell him that he was the second best uh, coach under his roof. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, he was a boys' coach, she was a girls' coach, and uh, she's uh, both of them very, very good coaches. But uh, congratulations again to Coach Rice. And uh, well, I'll just quick hit this uh, first team here. You had Gracie Howard from South Lenore, Shamaya Lynch from North Lenore, Arlisha Mason from uh, Green Central, Carolina Wano from uh, Parrot, and then Hannah Rice from Mount Calvary Christian. Uh, Any anyway, what stood out to you in your first team there? Well, in Gracie, it was a definitely a double-double threat for South and Orr, and one of the reasons why South and Orr did as, as well as they did. Arlesia, she she is definitely an exciting player, and she's going to be back next year. So get get to know that name. Uh, Carolina Wana, you know, a great point guard, steady hand from, for Randall Parrott. Uh, Shamaya Lynch, absolutely phenomenal from North and Orr, and then uh, Hannah Rice. Uh, she averaged like seventeen and a half rebounds. I mean, wow! You can't you can't deny that. Absolutely, but uh, there you go. And we won't go through the whole second team and honorable mentions and all that. But visit ENC and third team for that matter too, uh, and all the honorable mentions. But go to encmoments.com 
for the most comprehensive all-area team. And uh, like I said, just uh, very impressive there. Well, let's, uh, you released that a couple days ago. Yesterday, you released the all-area boys team. And we've talked about this uh, all season. I knew it was going to be a tough decision on uh, who you were going to select for player of the year. Tell them who you picked. I went with our North North Trace Shy Lynch. And I, I'm even reading straight from your, your uh, story here. I had been battling with this for a while, but the resume was too potent to uh, ignore. And it was. I mean, 23.8 points, almost five rebounds, four and a half assists, 3.2 steals a game. I mean, I, I think you picked the right player. And I know our, our Kinston folks are going to be uh, probably a little bit upset with us, but I mean, with all the great players, and we had some. You had a hard time. This you had a hard decision to make this year, dude. I think you made the right one though with Trey Shaw. Definitely. I mean, I think what also helped was that he won on Player of the Year for for the conference for the East Central Conference. So that kind of helped. But overall, I mean, you think about what what Kinson had with Mimir Moore and Jalen Cobb, and then Green Central with KJ Harper. It was very very tough. Well, I think you did a good job there. And your coach of the year, how about this, uh, from Green Central High School, Blue Edwards. Uh, again, I, I'm with you. Uh, this is a team that uh, that I think far surpassed expectations. And, uh, you know, I've said this before with you on the show, too. I felt like, and I, I could be totally wrong, but I, I heard, you know, I talked to people in Snow Hill when he was hired and the thought process at that point was, hey, let's get him in here so we can keep Amaji Dodd for his senior year because a lot of people were saying that Amaji was going to transfer out and maybe go to Word of God or maybe I don't even know if it was Word of God per se, but to a private school outside of Snow Hill, especially with Charles Harris leaving uh, after uh, after after uh, Amaji's junior year. And I thought, you know what, they're going to get Blue in here, they're going to keep him for a year, and then he'll move on or whatever. I got to tell you, man, and I can eat my words, man. He has stayed, and he has done a great job, including this season, hasn't he? He really has. I mean, you think about it. I mean, they graduated seven seniors last year. You know, they had a, a senior lady team this year, but, I mean, they find ways to win. And this was a complete team, very cohesive, and they, they made things work. Well, again, just like we were talking about with the boys' selection, uh, Coach of the Year, you had some great candidates. I mean, Perry Tindall, of course, turns in another just incredible season with Kenston, another 20-win season. Uh, and then uh, Anthony Copperhead Lofton, I mean, who uh, swept Kenston for the first time in regular season history and uh, took them to second round of playoffs. It was another tough decision here for the Coach of the Year, wasn't it? It really was, so... You know, being able to come with Blue Edwards, it was it was something that I kind of sat on for a little bit, but ultimately I had to go with them. There you go. Uh, your first team, uh, Green Central and Kenston Heavy. Uh, Bingo, Austin, and K.J. Harper from Green Central. Jalen Cobb and Tamir, Mir, Mir, Moore from uh, – no, I said that wrong. I'm sorry. Bingo, Austin, and K.J. Harper from Green Central, and Jalen Cobb and Mir, Mir, Moore from Kenston. And Zaire Rosber from uh, North Lenore. Uh, talk about that decision process. Okay, so Bingo, he really, he really started coming along uh, as the season progressed. I mean, he was a phenomenal three point shooter for Green Central. Uh, KJ Harper was his overall beast on both on both sides, offense and defense. And then the guards for for Kinston. I mean, Jalen. You know, when Mirman went down, it's like his game just 
just went to another level. Um, man, man, more just absolutely phenomenal throughout the season. And the Zaire Wasper, man, like, even though, you know, Trey Shot got a lot of credit, I mean, what Zaire was able to do beyond the arc was just phenomenal. Well, they had a big three of uh, those two and then Malachi Ramsey, too, from uh, North Lenore. And uh, just very impressed with what they did this year. Again, second round of the playoffs and the player of the year from our neck of the woods right there at North Lenore. Anything else stand out from you? As I guess we are officially with you choosing these teams now, we are, for the record, we are done with basketball season here in Kenston, aren't we? We are, and it's one of those things where it's just like, I completely enjoyed basketball season here. You know, there were a lot of great players, a lot of great teams, and, you know, I wish that that some of these teams could advance a little further, but what can you do? Yep, there you go. Uh, Junior Smith III, com, joining us right now here on the Brian Hanks Show this morning on Wood Ducks Wednesday. And um, um, as, I, as I look at the site here, I see that uh, – as it's loading. Hey, that uh, Parrot Academy, uh, you, you covered their game yesterday, a uh, softball game against Wake Christian. What can we expect? I mean, it's Easter break next week. I'll be off next week. And by the way, I need, well, we won't talk for now two weeks because I'll be off next week. But uh, w- what do you have coming up on uh, ENC Moments over the next couple of days and even next week? All right, well, I definitely have um... – <laughs> An Aiden Griffin baseball story that I should have done yesterday, but I just I just went to sleep immediately. <laughs> and then after that, um, I plan on having a Green Central baseball story and a couple other things. Next week, I'm not doing much of anything. I'm not even going to lie. I don't blame you, dude. It's uh, Everybody is off for the most part. I guess there might be. Is Aiden Griffin holding their Easter tournament? Now, I do know that teams will be having Easter tournaments and everything. Aiden Griffin being one of them, I believe they played North Lenore on Saturday. Well, there you go. So, uh, but you can keep up with all that at encmoments.com. And I uh, do got to tell you how much I appreciate you. Hey, I got to get, I got to pick your brain because you heard, or I don't know if you uh, heard, but, uh, you know, we, of course, you know, we had Trez on yesterday for Tuesdays with Trez and, uh, he's tentatively saying he's going to make his decision on Sunday. But it, he may push it back a little bit. I just wanted to get your insight. What do you think? Uh, it, if you had to put money down on where uh, where uh, Trez is going to end up, where do you think he's going to go? Uh, you know what? I have no idea. I'm not even going to try to try to get. <laughs> It is just way too complicated at this point. I know everywhere you go, you're asked because I can tell you everywhere I go, I am asked where he's going to end up. And, uh, I, I try to do the exact same thing you just did right there, dude. And just be like, Hey, you know what? I don't care where he goes. I just want him to be happy wherever he goes. And I want him to get some PT. Don't you? That's the most important thing. Like I want him to be able to showcase his ability, his skills, and just show why, it was just a bad decision that he didn't get it much playing time over the past two years. There you go. Hey, uh, Easter question for you real quick. Uh, you like to brag to me and you'll send me pictures sometimes too. And you'll put them up on Snapchat of, uh, Easter feast at the Smith household down in, uh, Fayetteville. Uh, what, well, what is the, what is the go-to Easter feast for you, uh, in, uh, in the Junius Smith, the second household? Hey, it's gonna be ribs. It's gonna be mac and cheese on um, from the crock pot. If I if I can make the crock pot mac and cheese, I'm good. <laughs> but my mom does a phenomenal job and sweet tea, man. Oh boy, man, dude, my friend, 
You work so hard. Have a good Easter holiday. We'll talk to you in two weeks when we're back here on the show. Dude, thank you so And I'm sorry we went a little bit short today, but uh, I appreciate you, okay? Hey, no problem at all. There you go. That's Junius Smith the third from encmoments.com. Be sure to go there and check it out. Like I said, he's got his uh, all-area all boys and girls basketball teams, coaches of the year, first team, second team, third team. Uh, check it out. It's a lot of great information there. Like I said, even a couple of gamers. He's got the whole week's worth of schedules up. Uh, just does such a great job over at encmoments.com. Okay, well, you heard Scott Whittington and I set up this interview uh, that we did yesterday afternoon with uh, Paul Skeens from uh, from LSU, from number one in the country, LSU. He's the top player in the country right now. He's going to be a top three Major League Baseball draft pick here in July. So uh, they, what a fun interview. A former Air Force Academy player, now current LSU player, Paul Skeens. Uh, again, an interview that Scott Whittington and I did yesterday afternoon here on the Brian Hanks show. And now joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks show, I got to tell you, Scott Whittington, very rarely, I know, in fact, I got to tell you, I think this is the first time ever in the three and a half years of doing the show that we have had the collegiate baseball national player of the week right here on the Brian Hanks show, but we are very honored to do so. Uh, folks here in Kenson in Eastern North Carolina, you remember him when he was a star for the Air Force Academy coming in and playing uh, in the Freedom Classic over at Historic Granger Stadium. He is now... One of the, the greatest uh, baseball players in uh, the United States. He plays for LSU. He's a pitcher, and he's just uh, – Scott tells me you're a heck of a nice guy too, Paul. It's Paul Skeens from Louisiana State University joining us this morning. How are you doing, dude? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? Doing really, really well. And first off, the easiest natural question is, this is an honor now that you've won a couple of times, a few times now, uh, between being the SEC Player of the Week, being the Collegiate Baseball National Player of the Week – all these honors that are coming along here uh, this season, what do they mean to you when you receive those, Paul? Uh, it's really cool. Um, it, it's pretty gratifying to you know know that you know the the work and everything that I'm doing off the field is going and and you know it means something. Um, but honestly, just kind of motivation to keep going and you know keep on keeping on. I, again, I can't even imagine receiving that kind of an honor and what, uh, what that would mean to me. That that's awesome that that happens for you. Let me ask you this. Uh, obviously, you know, you were at the Air Force coming. That's how we got to know you, uh, when you were coming in, like I said, coming into the freedom classic and playing over historic Granger stadium. What, what were those trips like for you when you were a Falcon with the Air Force and, uh, and playing for them when you would come to the freedom classic, those first two years, what did that mean to you? Uh, it was pretty much, you know, the trip that we look forward to. Um, the whole experience was just, you know, completely first class. Um, and knowing that we were going to have the opportunity to play against uh, Army my freshman year in the Navy last year, um, that was the trip that we look forward to all fall and all winter. Um, and going into the season, it was, it was an awesome experience both times. Um, you know, trip of a lifetime both times. That was quite literally the, you know, my favorite trip both years. And, and that's one of the things that a uh, coach always tells us too. Uh, coach Kaz, thank the world of him. And hey, I wanted to ask you about that recruiting process first, getting to air force Academy, uh, coming out of high school. Uh, how did you end up at the air force Academy, Paul? Yeah, I have, uh, three uncles who all serve. Two of them went to the Naval Academy and one of them is, uh, teaching at the coast guard Academy right now. Um, and they're all on my mom's side. So I grew up, you know, looking at them, uh, you know, I saw my, 
saw my mom and I saw her brothers and I saw how they all ended up and, you know, they loved the service and, um, you know, everything that came with that. And so I, I grew up, wanted to go to the Naval Academy, uh, went to, fell in love with Coach Kaz and, and, you know, the Falcons and everything that was happening out in Colorado Springs. Um, just fell in love with that place and that was literally the only place I wanted to go to college uh, pretty much as long as I was in high school. That voice you're listening to is Paul Skeens, star pitcher for LSU. We were talking about talking to him right now uh, about his uh, time that he was at the Air Force Academy. And I got you, you made a point there, Paul, that I got to tell you a little bit about me. Now, I'm a lot, lot older than you. I'm 54. But when I was in the Army, I served at Fort Carson, Colorado, right there in the shadow of uh, the Air Force Academy there in Colorado Springs. And it's one of the things I try to tell people, and I would love for you to back up my point here, Paul. If you've never been to Colorado Springs before and just seen the beauty and Garden of the Gods and just all the beauty that is around Colorado Springs, I mean, it, it really is a treat just to be in that area, isn't it? Yeah, and that, uh, no exaggeration, it is beautiful. Um, every Everything there, and then you can drive, you know, an hour away and go to a – we, we went to a lake a few times up in the mountains, you know, fished for trout and camped out there, went there a couple of times. To be honest, I'll probably go back there in the fall and do it again. Um, yeah, I just, I love Colorado Springs and everything that's around there. And that's what I always told people too. I mean, you go to Garden of the Gods, you could go to, uh, you're what, an hour and a half away from Denver. So if you wanted to watch baseball, you know, if you wanted to watch the Rockies, if you wanted to watch, uh, you know, the Denver Nuggets or the Denver Broncos, you can do that. If you want to go to some of the best skiing in the world, it's right there at Breckenridge, not far away from Colorado Springs. And, I mean, it just – it really was to me – I just thought it was one of the best places in the world, dude. No, it absolutely is. That voice you're listening to again, that's Paul Skeens from LSU. When you look back at your time at Air Force Academy, what are some of – what are one or two of your favorite memories in your two years that you spent there? Oh, man. <laughs> um it's got to be i mean my favorite memory has to be uh you know winning a conference championship last year um you know with 35 of my favorite buddies uh you know my closest friends we were in san diego state you know my my neck of the woods um and it was actually the day before my birthday so that was probably uh probably my favorite memory from from uh from the air force academy um just such a gratifying experience to know that everything that we had done over the last two years or, you know, for the seniors over the last four years, everything kind of paid off for them. Um, man, I don't know about, I don't know about any other one, probably graduating basic. That was cool. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that was, that was probably the one that was uh, the most gratifying for me. What was it like? Now, you know, we've got to see uh, Coach Keselowski here, I mean, every year since 2010, except for, I guess, that uh, the pan- well, it wasn't even really a pandemic year. You got It ended up getting uh, snowed out, I guess, back in 2020. But uh, one of the things, I, I, we've just fallen in love with that guy. I mean, he is such a good guy. Uh, he's always been so good to us here in Kenston. He always expresses his love for the the fans that come out and supported you guys uh, when you were at when you were a Falcon at Air Force Academy. Well, give us a little bit of insight here. I, I'm glad we've got this opportunity here, Paul. What was it like playing for Coach Kaz? Um, yeah, everything. You've you've probably had a lot of personal interactions with him, um, and to be honest, with a lot of college head coaches, uh, not all of them, uh, but a lot of them. There's there's some you know fakeness there. Um, you know, they say one thing and they, they really mean another. I mean, with Kaz, everything he says is 100% genuine. 
Um, he's a fire guy. He, you know, loves to, to develop men, um, develop baseball players, develop leaders. Uh, but anyone who's ever interacted with Coach Cass, that is 100% real, 100% genuine. Um, and it was, you know, truly an honor to, to play for him for two years, um, maintain contact with him now. And, I mean, literally, he's, you know, my dad away from, away from home. And um, so there have been so many life lessons just from just being around him, um, you know, for two years. And, uh, again, I, I still talk to him now. He's, uh, you know, one of the, the greatest men I've ever met in my life. And just super, extremely lucky to have had him in my life as, as long as I have. That voice you're listening to is Paul Skeens. He's a junior pitcher for LSU, and uh, which leads to the question. I mean, obviously, we knew how special you were becoming, uh, even your freshman year, and the, and especially your sophomore year too, Paul, which led you to make, I'm assuming, I'm not going to put words in your mouth here, but I'm assuming probably a very, very tough decision for you to uh, transfer out of the academy and uh, become an LSU Tiger. Uh, just tell us a little bit about that process, what that was like for you. Yeah, no, it, it, it was a, a really difficult decision, um, especially knowing what I was walking away from. Um, you know, we have, to be honest, we have other guys at the Air Force Academy that are good enough to play at other places um, who they they weren't willing to give it up, um, you know, like I was. And, and uh, I wanted, I knew that I wanted to play professional baseball. Um, and I knew that the Air Force and the military and the government, it, you know, it's, it's restrictive on that end. Um, and, you know, I had to make what was, in my mind, a selfish decision to go somewhere else and, um, you know, put my career first. But uh, to know that I was walking away from, again, 35 of my closest friends, um, 35 of my best friends, I was, I was roommates with Eric Joe for two years. Um, he's our shortstop, uh, one of the, you know, one of the most, fantastic human beings I've ever met in my life. Um, you know, that, it, it, that was, that was tough to know, um, you know, that I was walking away from that and, and going somewhere else where I wouldn't have that probably. But I cannot imagine that the reaction was anything but positive. Like, well, tell, what was it like when you uh, went into coach Kaz's office and you told him, what was it like when you told your roommate, when you told your teammates that you were going to be transferring from uh, the Academy? What, what was that like, Paul? Uh, I remember when I told Kaz, uh, I told him, you know, basically I'm going to, I'm leaving after this year. And I just started bawling and, uh, you know, and he, he got it. He, to be honest, he was probably expecting it. Like, um, but then, you know, then he, we, we talked for probably 45 minutes after that, you know, he told me how much, you know, I meant to him and his family and how much and I told him how much he meant to me. And, um, you know, there was, it was all love. Um, when I told the team, it was after we had lost in the regional, um, you know, we, we went back to the academy and, and, you know, we were back home, and I told them, and it, it probably took me two minutes to muster up the, uh, you know, the energy, the current, whatever, uh, to to even say it, to get to even get the words out. Um, I, a bunch of them had known already, I think, but uh, just you know, from intuitively, just they kind of knew what my situation was. Um, but it, it, you know, it was it was heartbreaking to tell them, um, just because. They meant so much to me. They still mean so much to me. Um, I talk to all those boys now, but uh, yeah, again, like I said, that was 
that was one of the that, that, those were a few of the hardest conversations I've ever had in my life. Oh, dude, I can't even imagine. Especially like I said, I know that family, that familial atmosphere that uh, that Cass has there at the Air Force Academy, and having to tell your brothers that you're leaving, it, I, I can't even fathom. But uh, I'd say you made a pretty good decision. I tell you what, I've got to pay a bill here real quick, Paul, and we'll get right back to it. But listen, thank you to UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hank Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional healthcare for the people it serves. UNC Lenore Healthcare uh, has a medical staff of more than 100 physicians and offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston. For all your healthcare needs, or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins and all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. And let's get back to our big interview. It's Paul Skeens from LSU. And I've hogged this whole interview to this point, Paul, and I apologize. Scott's over there giving me the side eyes, so he's <laughs> got to get a couple of questions in here to you, okay? <laughs> yes, sir. Paul, so you're doing something very uh, special this year at, at LSU. And, um, of course, the armed services mean something to you. You're you're doing something that I think is awesome. For every strikeout you have this year, you were given $10 to Folds of Honor. So talk about what, what made you want to do that. And tell us what Folds of Honor is for folks who maybe don't know. Yeah, so Folds of Honor, I'll start with that. Folds of Honor is uh, it's a military charity um, that – you know, raises money to uh, to pay for scholarships uh, for military families, for military, uh, you know, wives, children, um, you know, veterans, um, everyone who's, who's, you know, kind of been involved with the military and kind of been affected by it um, because it, it leaves a scar on everyone, I think, um, whether you, you know, whether you like it or not, whether you think it does or not, it, it affects everybody in, in different ways. Um, and so Folds of Honor kind of helps to bridge the gap with the kids, um, you know, whose parents are off, you know, fighting for our great nation, um, wives, husbands, whoever it is that, uh, you know, that stays home, um, while, you know, the other person is, is fighting to defend our freedom. Um, and so I knew that I wanted to do something, um, you know, with the charity, uh, to give back just because, uh, I don't think there's any way to repay. Um, you know, our military members for what they've done um, and especially being on, you know, seeing that side of it, seeing the, the inside of it, I think, uh, and then and coming to the outside, I have a profound appre- appreciation for it. Um, and so literally I just uh, came here. I knew I wanted to do something to give back to that community because they've, they've done so much that, have, you know, that has shaped me um, into who I am today. So that's the story with that. Um, you know, we have, Air Force baseball is a couple of graduates um, or cadets that uh, you know have died in the in the past couple of years. Um, you know, while while in service, a couple of baseball players, uh, Travis Wilkie and Nick Duran, and I wear number twenty here at LSU for for Nick or for, sorry for Travis Wilkie. Um, I wore twenty five over the summer for Nick Duran um, with Team USA, and it's 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 just an honor to. Uh, represent that community and, and help them in, in a small way, but help them in, in however I can. 
Uh, Paul, what what drew you to LSU um, over other schools that were recruiting you in the portal? Um, LSU is uh, it's an awesome atmosphere. I played here my freshman year, um, so I knew how much baseball meant to the you know the city of Baton Rouge. Um, and then talking to Coach Johnson and Coach West over the summer, you could tell uh, you know not only did they want to win. Uh, but they knew how to win, and they knew uh, that, you know, they had a plan for me as an individual to get me, uh, you know, better and, and get me to where I am today. Um, and so it was it was obvious on my visit. It was obvious when I was talking to them in the portal. Um, and it was really, you know, this is, I, I figured out that this was the only place that I would want to go. Well, you, you kind of uh, answered my next question there, Paul. I, so I'm guessing it wasn't a tough decision to uh, – I mean, as tough as it was – to you know, to leave Air Force Academy, it wasn't that tough for you to uh, go to LSU. Was there anybody else you were seriously considering, or was it pretty much LSU the whole way? I was considering some other places, but to be honest, it was LSU, uh, you know, by a long shot. What what really stands out to you? And of course, I mean, anybody who is a college baseball fan, just a they know how tough the SEC is. I mean, when you think about all the great programs that's in the SEC, and LSU is always year in year out at the top of that. But uh, ultimately, what was it that made the final decision for you that this is I'm going to LSU and I'm going to be a Tiger? Yeah, it was it was definitely the coaches. Um, Coach West came from the big leagues, um, and you know, to be choosing a school for a year, you're really, you know, putting your career uh, in the hands of another coach in a way. Um, you're choosing the guy that you're going to work with every day uh, for, for 10 months or whatever. Um, who's going to, you know, you're going to adopt their philosophy to an extent and, and um, allow them to tinker with you and get you better. Um, and co- with Coach West, it was, that was the separator, I think, um, where I, I, I could tell just in my conversations with him that I was going to trust him more than any other pitching coach in the country to tinker with me and to get me better. Now, you, I've got to admit here, uh, you know, when we heard that you went in, you know, especially we're just huge fans of you here in Kenston, Eastern North Carolina anyway, and especially this gentleman sitting across from me is a, probably your biggest fan. I don't know if you know that or not, Paul, but he really is. But <laughs> you do know – there was a, uh, I wouldn't say a few minutes, a few moments that we were hoping maybe you were going to choose another purple and gold program right here in our backyard, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I played with, uh, or I played for uh, Coach Galwin over the summer, and he is an awesome, awesome human being, you can tell. Um, but I think, to be honest, that was, there, uh, Coach Bianco had a rule, I think, for the coaches that we they couldn't talk to any of the players that were in the portal over the summer. So that might have hurt him a little bit. I didn't get a real real good feel for ECU a ton, um, more pretty much just because Coach Godwin was out there. But, um, yeah. I mean, and, and we do love Cliff Godwin here. In the, uh, tell him what we've got right course. here in our plush we actually well got a life-size cardboard cutout of Cliff Godwin <laughs> in here that Kaz has taken a picture with before and sent it to Coach Godwin. Um, elaborate a little more what was it like behind the scenes for us uh, pirates around here what was it behind the scenes playing for Coach Godwin Um, it was great Uh, as you can tell I think think he and Coach Bianco had coached together at at some point in the past Um, but more than anything I think when when you're playing for USA it's a different experience I think than uh, if you're playing for a college program the coaches are going to be a little bit more hands off with the coaching side of it 
and they're going to kind of let you go out there and, and play your game. They're going to write the lineup. They're going to do all that, but they're going to let you go do your thing. Um, and so you kind of get I, – I, I feel like you almost get a feel for the coaches more as people. Um, and so he, you know, he obviously wasn't the head coach. He was the, he was the third base coach. Um, but the, the biggest thing that I could tell from, uh, from being with him for three weeks or whatever it was, is just how good of a human being he is. Um, and how, you know, I've, I've heard a lot, um, I played with Zach Agnos. I, I heard stories about him. Um, and I've heard a lot from, uh, you know, from people about how cool Cliff Godwin is to play for. Um, how good of a person it is, and and in my short experience, it, it, it's all true. Um, he's just a stand-up guy, a great human being, um, and it was it was really cool to get to know him. Scott, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> over here trying to get the dogs barking, trying to get the dog down. But um, no, talk about doing your thing. I mean, get right to it. Uh, for the fourth straight week, you and your LSU Tigers, y'all are about to take on your fourth straight ranked. Uh, SEC opponent, how, how do you stay locked in as you're the number one team in the country and every team you face right now is giving your best shot? Yeah, um, we know that going in, um, and it's it's really an honor. I think uh, it does stuff like that. It doesn't happen for you know just just by default. It happens by design, um, and and the stuff that we have going on in the locker room and the stuff that we have uh, you know going on when we go to work every day. Um, everything we're, we're, you know, we're all pushing in the same direction. Um, and we're all really motivated to, you know, get to that end goal. Um, and we know what it, what it's going to take for us to, you know, to get to, you know, be a, a regional host, a, a super regional host, get to Omaha. We, we know what we need to do and we're all willing to do it. Um, so it's really cool. It's an honor to, to play. Uh, as many good teams as we are, we got South Carolina this weekend. We got Kentucky at home next weekend, and I, I want to say Kentucky's number ten or something like that now. Um, and so it's, it's a, it's a really cool dynamic to know that, you know, we're playing for something meaningful. Um, especially with our, our women's basketball team just won it all, and and so it's, uh, you know, sports are going well in Baton Rouge, and and we're kind of just, you know, uh, you know, fanning that flame a little bit. And and also another thing on top of that, you you are a high energy guy, and you could tell <laughs> this past week. I mean, you want the ball in those in those big moments. And this past uh, last Thursday was a big one against Tennessee, and you got to do it again this week against six ranked South Carolina. Just how excited, how exciting is is being in that environment, and how how pumped are you that you get to do this right now? It's an honor. Um, literally just trying to take it one day at a time and enjoy, uh, you know, enjoy this year because I realize, I think we all realize how special it is to be doing what we're doing right now. Um, and literally, you know, going out there, just trying to control it, what we can. Um, but just enjoy it every day. Uh, cause it's, it's such a cool opportunity to play, you know, Arkansas at home, Tennessee at home. We broke the Alex Fox attendance record the other night. Um, on Thursday night, and it, it's it's truly an honor to to play in those games, to pitch in those games, um, and just trying to take it one day, one week at a time. I don't know what, and again, that voice you're listening to is Paul Skeens. He's a junior pitcher for LSU, and I don't know what the record is, Paul, but you've got to be getting close to it to be named the Collegiate Baseball National Player of the Week. 
this past week, but it was only the fifth time this week or the fifth time this season that that has happened. It's crazy. Back on February 20th, March 6th, March 20th, March 27th, and then April 3rd. So the last three weeks, four of the past five weeks, five of the past seven weeks, it's just insane. Do you, I got to ask, do you get the, is it still as big an honor as it was the first time? Or do you start getting a little bit bored of it? Do you go, oh, man, man, they named me National Player of the Week again this week. What is it like after being named five times the Player of the Week in the country? It's really cool. Um, but to be honest, the, the goal is to be, you know, in Omaha, the number one team at the end of the country, or uh, number one team in the country at the end of the season. And um, so it's cool to have these milestones along the way. but. In the end, you know, the goal is to get there and, and, you know, to be standing on, you know, on the podium or whatever um, at the end of the season to, you know, get that ring. Um, and we, we understand that to, to get there and to do that, we just got to keep doing what we're doing. So hopefully that happens a few more times. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, our eyes are, are really on that end goal right now. Oh, absolutely. 5-0 and this year. You have a .81 ERA. 83 strikeouts, eight walks. That's just incredible. When you made the decision to go to LSU, when you left, like you said, when you made the tough decision to leave Air Force Academy and go to LSU, is this the kind? Is this the type of season that you were anticipating, or are you a little bit ahead of schedule for where you thought you were? Or is this exactly what you thought you were going to be doing, Paul? I have no idea what I thought I was going to be doing. <laughs> um, just glad that just glad that I'm doing what I'm doing, controlling what I can control, um, and having a good time every day. That is awesome. Well, all this success that you're having, it is obviously uh, a lot of people are talking drafts. I got to tell you, uh, Paul, I'm a big Washington Nationals fan. Okay. So, uh, you know, they're probably going to, I mean, they're uh, number one or number two, Scott. Help me. They're, they're, they're number two. They're number two. Number so two. the draft is going to be, this is April. Uh, we're here in early April. The draft's going to be in a couple of months. Is that something you even think about? I guess that's a, the, the logical question I need to ask you here, Paul. Is that, a, is that something you think about that, you know, hey, you know, I'm going to be drafted uh, in a couple of months in the Major League Baseball draft. Is it even in the back of your mind? Is it something you think about all the time? What, where, how do you handle that uh, when that thought process comes up? Especially like when a radio guy from Kenston, North Carolina, <laughs> asks you that question. Uh, where, where does that stand with you and your thought process? Yeah, I think it's impossible to not or to say that I'm not thinking about it. Um, but it's more than anything, I think it's an opportunity um that's going to present itself if i do a lot of other things right um you know in the in the past few months and in the months to come um if i just keep doing what i know i can do um not even so much on the field but but in the work that i'm doing off the field um it's all going to create a a result that's going to be favorable on the field um and just keep doing that um you know week after week and um you know when when july comes that'll you know it'll be a cool experience but um like i said the the goal for us is just to win a a national championship and um i think if we do that uh, a lot of other things are going to take care of themselves too uh scott was saying i gotta tell you scott whittington is my college baseball expert and i mean that sincerely i mean if i want to know what's going on in the world of college baseball he's one tells me and he tells me too you're not the only talented uh player obviously you're number one in the country and all that but uh, that you have teammates that are probably also going to be drafted too uh, when July rolls around. Yeah, for sure. And uh, it's a cool dynamic to have in the locker room. We don't we don't talk it a whole we don't talk about it a whole lot in the locker room. 
um, just because there's kind of a, you know, we, we kind of have that awareness that it'll happen, but um, we also have the awareness that it'll happen if, uh, if we do everything that we can, you know, to the best of our ability, uh, control what we can control and, and focus on winning baseball games and then everything else will take care of itself. Well, I got to tell you, uh, Paul, what, what a treat for me. It's the first time I've ever really been able to talk to you myself. I know you and Scott are pretty good friends. I appreciate you taking And I know you're crazy, super busy right now, right in the middle of a uh, college baseball season. Uh, Scott, what would you like to say to him before we go? Paul, I appreciate you doing this. It's always good to talk to you, and I wish you nothing but the best. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, brother. And, Paul, uh, from my point of view, too, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for your service uh, when you were with the Air Force Academy. Thank you for what you were doing for with the, the Folds of Honor and everything else, too. And I can't imagine uh, when, when your name is called, when you're drafted and uh, into the Major League Baseball, I, I, I bet – you're going to be doing some stuff with veterans organizations and uh, that type of stuff too, and service-related uh, uh, organizations too. I'd, I'd say that's a pretty good guess, right? Yeah, uh, I'm going to do as much <laughs> as I can, I think. Well, very good. Listen, Paul, thank you so much for joining us uh, this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. Good luck to you. Hey, can we talk to you after the draft? Absolutely, whatever you guys want. I love it. Thank you so much. That's Paul Skeens from from LSU, the number one team in the country, the five-time player of the week for collegiate baseball. It's insane. Uh, we really appreciate him joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. And, uh, again, want to thank uh, Scott Whittington. We did it in the first half of uh, the, this, the first hour of the show. But uh, we don't get that interview without uh, Scott, so I really do appreciate him. And how about that? You know what? And I am sitting across from me right now. We're getting ready to start our second hour here. But uh, is John Clemens, general manager of uh, the Down East Wood Ducks. But you know what? If you're the one-time player of the week, Kale- I mean national player of the week, that's pretty good. Two is all right. Try five times, John. That's incredible. <laughs> is that not insane that, I mean, again, five time? I got to look it up, and I meant to do that before we started the show today to see what the record was, but that's got to be close to a record. For sure. It yeah. is. Well, anyway, listen, John Clemens is going to be joining us here in our second hour. Thank you so much for listening to the first hour of the Brian Hanks Show. Again, thank you to Paul Skeens. Thank you to uh, Scott Whittington. Coming up, historic second hour of the Brian Hanks Show. John <laughs> Clemens, Greg Clemens here on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.